Before we start the show, we just wanted to take a moment to thank you, our listeners, for your support. This podcast is a labor of love, and we are so grateful for everyone who has taken the time to listen, to share a praise report or a prayer request, to leave a review, or even share our pod with a friend. You mean the world to us. We recently launched a monthly sponsorship option to help us keep bringing you new episodes. So if you can, please consider subscribing. You can find the link in our show notes. And if you can't, commit to a monthly sponsorship. Please consider leaving us a review or sharing with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and helps us keep the show going. Thank you so much. Now, on to the show. Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinner saints. I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another healing and wholesome episode of Yash Jesus. I'm Daniel Franzese, and as always, I'm here with my wholesome bestie. And always ready with anointment, Azariah Southworth. That's right. And sit down and relax, y'all. Okay? We're going to be talking about how conversion therapy is still a thing, but it's okay. Because here at Yash Jesus, we believe... God created you just as you are. You were made perfectly in love. And no one has the right to tell you that you are a mistake. Unless your drag name is Mistake, because then we'll just like <laughs> go with it. Uh, but don't worry about it. <laughs> We're going to get into all of the nitty gritty about conversion therapy and where we are at today mm. with that. Uh, right after some gay Christian news. All right. This is the gay Christian news that is going to carry the whole theme of this episode. So first, let's remember that conversion therapy is still very much being practiced out there in the United States, in your hometown. But the South Florida Gay News is reporting that one of the latest leaders, Jeffrey McCall, has confessed to having several hookups with... Oh, you don't say. With... With what? With... Say men's. it. Oh, oh my goodness. You know, this is actually weird because I, was, I I happened to type in conversion therapy in Google Maps today from where I am in South Florida and three local places showed up. How's it so going? this is very much an issue. And a lot of these conversion therapists always end up just being like, I mean, if there was a gay scale, they would be like the most gay. Like usually <laughs> I feel like they're the, the most struggling with the, the fact that they can't hide it usually. Um, on the outside, so they have to hi- try to hide it on the inside. But it's, but it's like so, radical honesty meets <laughs> radical dishonesty. Like that's it's what crazy. It's is. crazy. But uh, you know, um, uh, as he tell us, like, wh- like what did he say? So he's hooking up with men again. Here's what he wrote on his Facebook page: In 2020, I met someone that I was trying to help, which led to me being unfaithful to Jesus and giving my heart away. After denying what I wanted with him, I then went on to fall sexually with a man when I felt wounded and lonely. This led to multiple falls with men over time. Same I just girl. tripped over a log and fell into a bottle and just kept falling <laughs> over and over again. I don't know what happened. You know, um, he said he gave his heart away. That made me feel a little sad. Like, conversion therapy is just sad. Like, we're trying to make light of this situation. Here's the thing, though. When he said he gives his heart away, he's he's using the language of that world. That's not really what he did. It's just, it's like, it's there's that language that mm. they use in, in that subculture, you know? Oh, is he saying, like, okay, away. like, took it from it's Jesus even, and gave it to someone else is what he's saying? Well, it's it's just the language. It's the lingo. Like it, it comes. Mm-hmm. I think it comes from Joshua Harris's "I Kiss Dating Goodbye," um, 
So I remember hearing that language, learning that language when our youth pastor spent a month each year, February, of course, teaching from the book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye. So that's, I don't, anyway, (laughs) Well, the language of this led to multiple falls (laughs) with men over time. I mean, that, (laughs) I know that language. I know where that one comes from. Yeah, we recognize that. Um, (laughs) uh, Maybe he gave his heart on away. I don't know. (laughs) This is, you know, look, I have so many thoughts and feelings about this, but we're going to hold it all until after we get past the praise report and prayer request, because this is going to be the meat and taters of today's episode. So everybody stick around. Um, I, you know, we both made it a conversion therapy. That's certainly a praise report. And that's a great segue <laughs> into uh, praise report and prayer request. This is the section of our show where if you have a little something that you need a little boost in your prayer and you want us to add to our prayer list and our listeners to add to their prayer list, you can call um, and reach out to us on yashjesuspod.com. And at the bottom of the page, there's a place where you can leave a voicemail. You can send an anonymous email, whatever you want to do, and get a message to us and we will add it to the list. Also, if you have a little something that you're excited about, that you want to praise the Lord about, that you want to like have us using our megaphones and hallelujah with you, uh, you can add it to our praise report. And uh, we have a praise report right up the bat. So, Azzy, bring, bring the room back up. <laughs> Do me a favor here. <laughs> right on the bat from Brock. All right. So, Brock says, I am so thankful to be put in touch with Randy Scooby, formerly Randy Thomas. Randy was a former VP at the ex-gay program Exodus International. I also went through a conversion therapy program, and meeting him was a part of my healing. He's working to take down the ex-gay movement by spilling everything he knows about it, along with a lot of personal confession about his role in the movement. I'm able to keep doing the work I'm doing because of him. So, this is very much on theme with our episode again today. We're staying thematic. We got this. Um... (laughs) We got this. Uh, okay, well, uh, that is a praise report. That definitely. I'm glad that there's still good work being done in that place. We also have a prayer request. This prayer request comes from Mallory. Uh, she's got a request about an incident that happened on Reddit. I was there. I'll tell you about it. Just listen to this. So today I asked on the subreddit, true Christian, if a believer who's gay will go to hell and the feedback was ugly. So ugly that my question got deleted. <laughs> what do you guys think? Do you really think after we accept Jesus as our savior that something like homosexuality will keep us out of heaven? I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but you tell me what you think. Also, how ridiculous was it that my question got deleted? Like what? <laughs> oh my God, Mallory is so adorable. I Okay, so I was a part of this because mm. I follow, well, I followed the um, the subreddit True Christian. I follow several. I follow Open Christian. There's Gay Christians. There's a bunch of them on there um, that Christians I follow. Christians who like bowels. Yeah, there's everything, you know. <laughs> and um, and Mallory, who's 19, was simply asking a question. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was met with so much vitriol, as you know that uh, sometimes the Christians like are mm-hmm. like able to... <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. put out there. And I was just like, no one is telling this girl that she's just going to be all right, you know, or, or even if it isn't about her, just in general, that someone would be all right, you know? Yeah. And it was just not a message I would give a teen. And I just was, I was so frustrated with it that I was answering back and I'm like, you're fine. God made you as you are, you know, like, uh, and I've seen other things that were shady in this subreddit. Sometimes one time some guy said, I love Jesus. Um, but I want, I draw erotica. 
and I really love drawing erotica. Like, and I said, God gave you a talent. It's okay to draw, you know? And he was like, well, I don't want it to make anybody fall further. (laughs) Draw me like one of your naked French (laughs) girls. Um, I, 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 you know, I said to him, I was like, you know, God gave you gifts, use them. Like, it's okay. You know? And so many people are like, it's going to make other people fall from grace looking at pornography and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and I just saw Mallory like had a big hole in her boat and nobody was helping her, you know, take the buckets of water out and pour them out. They were just pouring more water in. And so I started commenting and it started this open discussion where I'm like, you know, the whole point of true Christian is not to tell people who, who, and who is not going to hell. Like, and that's not what we're doing here. You know, like our job is to just be loving and, and, and follow the teachings of Christ. And in the, in the whole beginning of the subreddit, they just, they explain how this is an open space for Christians to all Christians of all kinds to like explore conversation. And it was just like the antithesis of what they were dealing out before we knew it. Mallory's question was deleted and both mm-hmm. of us have been banned permanently from true Christian. Oh my so I was God. banned from true Christian for telling a person that God loves them as they are. Like, and then they started this whole other thing about universalism and going into like, um, I mean, it was just a spiel, uh, but they turned a lot of their own followers away that day. And it was just actually awful. But what did happen is uh, Mallory and I did get into the DMs. I was able to tell her about Yash Jesus. And I was like, hey, leave us a message like so we could discuss it and I could bring it up with my people in our community. Um, so if anyone's out there, you come come onto our website at yashjesuspod.com and you could answer Mallory as well. How do you feel about this? Because nobody has the definitive answers to anything. But I do know that you are that you are made by God and you're made perfect by God and that you are loved and that there is a place for you in the kingdom of God. If you just live a good life, that is a life of love. And so I, I think that, um, come on, brother. It was just so weird. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe I was banned. I mean, you know, if you're going to get banned in the in, in the name of God's love, I guess that's the place mm. to get banned, right? Mm, man, I mean, you better preach that. <laughs> I'm always shaking up shit in a shack anyway. Like, I, <laughs> like, like I don't know what or what came over me, but do you want to? Do you want to give her a nice answer? Ooh, you know, I did peek in on the comments, and from what I saw, uh, it was just a lot of the same old tired, disproven arguments that were coming up. So I would just encourage. Mallory to uh, seek out some great resources, such as uh, what the Bible really says about homosexuality. Uh, That's one book. Uh, There are so many great resources out there for you right now that you can connect with. Q Christian Fellowship is one. you know, uh, even our freaking Deacon Ross Murray's, uh, the naming project is another great one. Yes, Jesus right here, you know. Um, So, just continue to seek out those resources and to ask those questions. And when they shut the door in your face, dust it off your feet, leave that city as the Bible says, and do not return, honey, you know, you will find your community and, uh, and we're, and we're part of it right here. So look, God answered your question for you. Look what you found, honey. Yeah, truly. As I keep thinking like at judgment day, like if it's a trial, let's just say like, Ooh, can I be the judge? defending your life? No. Um, but let's just, <laughs> only God can judge me. My name is Daniel. That means yeah, God is yeah, my yeah. judge. Um, <laughs> le, but let's just say, I'm sitting there. Would I rather defend deleting a, a, a young woman's question about her salvation so she doesn't get a proper answer? Or would I defend being blocked from true Christian for saying God loves you as you are? 
which one would you rather defend yourself in a trial over in front of in front of in front of God? So I'm just like I just don't understand the logic behind a lot of it. I feel like a lot of it is just like, and I, and I say this to everyone that's listening. I feel like a lot of this is people's personal fear. They are personally afraid of their own sin and their own darkness and their own thoughts that they have to project it onto other people in order to make them feel better. It's like that part of Mean Girls when she's like, you know, um, calling someone fat isn't going to make you skinny. Like, you know, calling someone stupid isn't going to make you smart. Like calling someone a sinner isn't going to make you not one. So I, so I really think that a lot of those people need to pull back and look at themselves. Like, um, and Mallory, I promise if you lead with a place of love, I really, really, in my heart of hearts, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but if you, if you, at least you led with love, like that's how I see it. But if you live with a, from a place of love, you can't go wrong. And thank you for leaving us a message. You can do that too. All you have to do is go to yashjesuspod.com. Scroll to the bottom. Leave us a little voicemail like Mallory did. Leave Mallory a message. Um, and please add her in your prayers. That was a prayer request. If that wasn't clear, we will be praying for you, Mallory. Uh, but we'll be right back after this with the scripture of the day. Hey, Ozzy, we're back, and it's with the scripture, scripture of, of the, day. the day. Scripture of the day. <laughs> the scripture of the day. It's what? It's soul food. That's right. Yay. It's the scripture of the day, Ozzy. Yes. Hallelujah. All right. This comes from Jeremiah twenty three sixteen. <laughs> Thus says the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you. Mm-hmm. They're deluding How you. How are you listening? They're deluding you. They speak visions of their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. Amen. Read it again, Isaac. I need it again. <laughs> this Jeremiah. time for Mallory in the back. <laughs> 23, 16. Are you listening, Mallory? Thus says the Lord of hosts. Do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you. They're deluding you. They speak visions of their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. This is how conversion therapy works. Now, we've talked on our show a bunch of times about our personal histories with conversion therapy. But are you aware that it is still happening? It's everywhere in your local neighborhood. Look it up. Danny found three of them. And I Googled it. Our gay Christian news just might have given it a little way, way a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we, we kind of had it at the top of the show. But look, <laughs> there's a great film on Netflix called Pray Away. It is a documentary mm-hmm. that talks to a number of former leaders of the conversion therapy movement. Yes, and there is one person featured who is still a part of the conversion therapy movement. And this child of God's name is Jeffrey McCall. And we talked about Jeffrey in our new segment earlier. Yeah, the people in Pray Away are all the folks who are part of the leadership and inner workings of groups like Exodus International. In the film, they spill the beans on all the lies that they're told to keep up appearances as being happily married in a happy straight life. Yeah, and if you don't know the history of the conversion therapy movement, we should first talk about Exodus. Because when you know your roots, you know how to pluck them up uh, and deal with it. So at one time, it was the largest ex-gay program in the world, Exodus International. And during its heydays in the 1990s, when 
When my mom got the brochure from my aunt to give to me, Exodus International had offices on five continents. In 2006, Exodus International had over 250 local ministries in North America and over 150 ministries in 17 other countries. It truly was a global movement to try to suppress mm -hmm. the way God made you. Exodus wasn't the only ex-gay organization, though. There is a live-in program called Love in Action, which is even older, and it started in the 70s. Courage was a Catholic-specific org organization, which focused on celibacy and denying you using the label of gay to describe yourself. And of course, these had connections with the religious right and the moral majority, and all those folks who used to push marriage amendment bans all of that gross, oppressive, lame stuff. It's an incestuous world, which is ironic, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> it's like rain. Um, but Exodus used to be, they used to host this annual conference, which was large, you know, some, I, I remember seeing the pictures. It was thousands of people, even, I think probably up to 2000. I don't know what their biggest one was. I'd be curious to find out, but, um, mm. many of these affiliated groups all around the country, all around the world would gather for this annual conference. John Polk was a major spokesperson for the organization. He called himself a former homosexual and he was married to a former lesbian named Anne. And John was everywhere. Uh, this was when daytime talk shows were hot, so he'd come on and debate the audience, you know, and John Polk was a smooth, good talker and a great debater. I would say he was a master debater probably a lot if he was married to Anne. <laughs> <laughs> His master debating was master. Yeah. Do you remember when John and Anne Polk were on the cover of New Week's New uh, Did you ever see this Newsweek magazine? Well, oh, listeners. No. Some, I'm sure. I'm looking at it right now, it. though, and it is. Oof. I mean, they are gay. Yeah, they're on the cover of News, Newsweek, and the, and the headline says <laughs> "Gay for Life?" Question mark. Going straight to the uproar over sexual conversion. So this was of national discussion. And well, we will definitely put that in the liner notes for our show for sure. Yes, if you guys want to see a, a, what the, we're looking at here. So. Wayne Benson, who is a beloved saint sent to us from God, photographed John Polk. <laughs> Can you imagine what he was doing? <laughs> Leaving a gay bar in Washington, D.C. Oh, Mr. Pease, for those of you who are wondering. And maybe we should have a pilgrimage there. Is it still open? Can anyone in D.C. area please report back to us? <laughs> I know we lost the eagle, but... <laughs> well... John said he was only there to use the bathroom as one ex I'm sure, does. honey, to be used in the bathroom. <laughs> and never intended to be fraternizing with gay men. But well, that picture told the story and the damage was done. It told the tale. Well, guess who's in the movie Pray Away? John yeah. Polk. You'll hear him confess that he lied multiple times, including about why he was in that gay bar. Uh, today, John is a very gay caterer in the Portland area, and he even competed on Cutthroat Kitchen. Oh, I love that for her. 
And she's, <laughs> you know, she's a total leather daddy now. Now you can tell. Oh yeah. She, oh yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, yes. <laughs> Mr. International Leather was gay. Now not gay. Then gay again. Got it. It happens. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> what happens. But he looks better now. He does look better as a, as a leather daddy, and and mm-hmm. is still a leader of the ex gay movement. What? Oh, you know? I thought you said, and he is, but Anne, oh. No, yeah. Anne is, yeah, Anne, Anne, no, no, he's not. Anne, Anne wants a man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Anne. Well, in 2012, the president of Exodus, Alan Chambers, confessed that the majority of people that I have met, and I would say the majority, meaning 99.9% of them, have not experienced a change in their orientation. He even apologized. Oh, <laughs> He even apologized for Exodus's famous slogan, change is possible. A year later, he shut down the organization. Okay, so we're all good, right? No, because even more radical groups have splintered off from Exodus. Oh, oh yeah, they're still out there. Mm-hmm. Pray Away featured Jeffrey McCall, who has started an organization called Freedom March, which has held ex-LGBTQ plus rallies all around the country. And that's the same name who was in our gay Christian news. And he's still hooking up, feeling super bad about it, then doing it again and again. And I know that pattern, honey. Now, one of one of his one of McCall's most I'm going to say his name. One of Jeffrey McCall's most vocal critics is Randy Scobie. He is a former vice president of Exodus and was there when the organization shut down. He's come out. And he spends a lot of his time confessing to what he did while he's working with the organization and spilling tea on everyone else. Randy also got a shout out in Brock's praise reports. So with all these former leaders who have so actively condemned the practice of conversion therapy, why does it still exist? I think some of this has to do with evangelical culture that it, you know, it's so insulated from the outside world people can't see other perspectives or options that are in front of them because it's their world. They don't know anything different. Some of it has to do with money too. It's another way to make money. But think think about this. Like you're in a community where you hear only condemnation of LGBTQ people and you know that they're talking about you. I mean, every LGBTQ person that's listening to us right now has felt mm -hmm. that, you know, Mm if you remember, I still get triggered sometimes, Danny, because like <laughs> I I hear my old pastor on YouTube sometimes, you know, like sometimes I go down memory lane uh, and then I'll, I'll be like, let's see what she's up to, you know, and and my old pastor, like she's still on the YouTubes, you know, saying things like we have to eradicate homosexuality out of our country. And that's the church uh, I grew up in. And the woman who led me through conversion therapy, it it makes you feel I, like I think it's a false hope thing. that they gave you that you, they make you feel like being gay is the lowest thing and that there's a hope that you could not feel that way. And and the feeling isn't from being yourself and being how God made you and being comfortable. The feeling comes from like this falsity um, that you can change the way God made you, which is we know is impossible. Um, they promise you that there's a way that you can feel better as long as you act the way that they tell you and then they treat you better. And just speaking from experience. You can't keep it up forever. Jeffrey, with love, you can't keep it up forever. And you're just going to keep slipping up. 
And the more high profile you get, it gets harder to keep up with the pressure and the lies and the, the smoke and mirrors, you know? And that's what John Paul, Paul learned. It's, and it's what currently I think our, our friend Jeffrey McCall is learning. Well, there's always been a movement against conversion therapy. Wayne Besson, who we talked about earlier, has been a longtime activist against conversion therapy. More recently, Born Perfect is a campaign to ban this dangerous and harmful practice. And so far, 20 states have an in enacted a ban. We, we need more. I don't know. You know, Canada just made a national ban. I don't know why we don't have a national ban already. Uh, nobody should be subjected to this, at least of all children. Right. And kids have no say in whether they put themselves in programs like this. Manipulative faith leaders and the grifters who run these programs make promises to parents about their children, and no one actually listens to the child. Won't anyone think of the children? <laughs> Truly. It's so annoying. No, it's so annoying. I mean, I want to make light of it. I can't. I just can't. It breaks yeah. my heart. Yeah. Listen to these kids. Believe them. Support them. I always tell people I've been in some trust. When someone tells you what the experience was like for them, trust their words and believe them and make the necessarily necessary actions, you know, to do the next right thing. But as we've talked to leaders like John Polk, Randy Scobie, and even Julie Rogers, they all condemn their participation and have been trying to both move on from the conversion therapy community and also warning us that the practice still rages on through places like Bethel Church in Redding, California, even. You know, also, I, I got to say, there is so much good media about this right now. I mean, we talked about Pray Away, but there's two other films, Boy Erased, yes. which is based on a memoir of the same name, and another Pray film up. called The Miseducation of Cameron Post. Yes, that was a good one as well. Julie Rogers has released a book called Out Love, which documents her participation in the movement as well. well. You know, we just dropped a bunch of suggestions on you, and we'll put them all in the show notes, but, but I'll repeat them here. You got your pens out? Okay. Movies. Movies like Pray Away, mm -hmm. The Miseducation of Cameron Post, Boy Erased, which is both a book and a movie, and Julie Rogers' book Out Love. For all of your conversion therapy media pleasures, honey. Yeah, get into it, honey. <laughs> you know, but you could also get involved, right? And that's yes. why that's why for our Tithe Love Offering Charity Act of Good this week, we also want you to check out Born Perfect. Mm -hmm. Join the efforts to expand the ban on conversion therapy in your state or yep, in a state nearby. Yep. You can sign their you petitions, can do it. get involved by following them on Instagram or on Facebook or become a monthly uh, sponsor of them. You can give monthly to them or weekly or daily. Do what you got to do. Whatever <laughs> do what it needs takes. to be done. <laughs> get on it. Yes, Jesuits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, yes. Um, because we know... Um, it takes an army and we know that you guys are an army and yeah. we'll be able to yeah. get it done eventually. I mean, we will be celebrating big time when finally we get that national ban and maybe yes. one day a worldwide ban. Uh, but let's take a moment to bow our heads in prayer. Just listen, just um, don't bow your head if you're driving because Jesus can't actually take the wheel. Uh, Father God, we want to pray, please, finally, for the end of conversion therapy. It is dangerous and it is harmful and it needs to end. And, and Lord, we give thanks for people like John Polk, 
Randy Scobie and Julie Rogers, who are telling the truth about the harms caused by this practice. And we lift up and give thanks for people like Brock who are able to learn and grow because he got to meet Randy Scobie. Yeah, and we pray for Jeffrey McCall. We pray that the truth will set Jeffrey free. And we ask that you let him see that you can love him just as he is. And he doesn't need to feel the shame for who you made him to be or what has even occurred so far. For Mallory and the Reddit community, Yes. Stop the censoring and the censorship of the LGBTQ community. Open up more hearts. Yeah, we cannot be erased. You can't erase a question. And Lord God, we hope that that when when that happens, that a question like that somehow uh, makes a lost person who wants to ask something about their salvation that their question falls on the right ears. God, I mean, I can't be there in everyone's DMs. So like everyone out there, if you see somebody that's flailing and somebody that needs a little bit of support, um, it's going to take us. I really feel like, like, God, you're putting us LGBTQ Christians in the space to help these misguided Christians that think that they're acting in your name. Um, please open their hearts. Um, and thank you. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Azzy. And thank you, everyone that's listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Now, if you like the show, please consider becoming a monthly sponsor. You can find the link to do so in our show notes where we put all those other goodies. And if you haven't yet, leave us a review. Five star, good friend. Or share us with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and keep this show running. Yeah, if you become a sponsor, I'll send you my Twitter alt. You can now leave an audio <laughs> prayer request or praise report on our website, yasjesuspod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on yasjesuspod.com. Azzy's Twitter alt is just a bunch of Tammy Faebaker fanfic. <laughs> but send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, uh, episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just that you were born perfect. We'd love to hear that. We'd love to hear that from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzesi, and as always, the perfect. Cruising with the Lord, Azariah Southworth. <laughs> Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray and Meredith Pauley. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Sam Isfin. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity, and Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustillos, and Steve Michaels. We are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your good podcasts. And because God loves you just as you are, what do we do, Danny? We just keep praising the Lord, y'all. Amen. Next time. <laughs>